This episode is sponsored by the Polaris Law Firm based in North Carolina. It is a completely owned black law firm. They provide legal advice and support for criminal law, speeding tickets, and DWIs throughout North Carolina. Also, they do trademarks and copyrights for anyone throughout the U.S. We love this law firm even more because they donate 5% of their revenue directly to local charities, nonprofit organizations, families in need, and in our communities. If you reach out to them today for your needs and reference Good Girls Behaving Badly, you'll receive 10% off discount of all services. Remember, that's the Polaris Law Firm in North Carolina. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. How was your weekend? It was It was good, productive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really got anything to share oh well i'll say again happy anniversary to my cousin slash hairstylist her business celebrated seven years black owned salon shimmer hair boutique (laughs) there's a plug um it's in baltimore she does my hair when i'm not wigging it so (laughs) congratulations to her Mm -hmm. um but that's kind of it okay okay mine was kind of chill too i like watched a lot of netflix but um Yesterday, April Ryan, what's that? Yesterday? Yeah, April Ryan, she came to Baltimore to do a little speech. Um, it's called the Book Lovers Breakfast. So I went to that yesterday morning and I almost forgot that I did it because it was at like eight in the morning. So, like, I was back in the house at 11 30 and I'm like, oh yeah, what did I do today? So I went to that and that was really cool and nice. And you know, it was mad people there because she's a Baltimore native, so everybody was getting their books signed and stuff. But she was Really cool and nice to meet. I did not wait to get my book signed because the line was too long. Um, and then I went out on a girl's date with my line sister, Nubia, to Hibachi. I haven't been to Hibachi in a long time. How was it? It was good. I, I, I love getting my eyebrows singed off, you know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was good. Um, I enjoyed myself. It was just so much food. Like, I feel like I brought most of my food home. Because it was so much. And, like, they give you... I've never been to Hibachi where they give you rice and noodles. I was just like, oh, Jesus have. Christ, so much. Um, so, yeah, I brought it home. And that's going... That was little lunch today. And it's probably going to be lunch again tomorrow. And then today I just kind of um, hung out and went to therapy. You know, chilled. Did stuff around the house. So, what's popping in media? So, um... I'll just start with the Grammys recap. I'm going to be really quick because I felt like I ain't got much to say. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't know. I just, award shows just don't do it for me, period, Mm -hmm. anymore. My mother was like, maybe it's just because the music is different. I think maybe that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I feel like the music industry and music and artistry is just a little bit different now. Mm -hmm. We definitely don't have as much variety as I felt like we used to. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe that's part of the reason why it feels blah. Like, I feel like... You kind of know who's going to be performing because it's like, who else? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, we'll, I'll say this. Performances were good. I don't feel like no one was terrible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Bruno Mars and Cardi B, that was a good performance. Mm-hmm. I liked DJ Khaled and Rihanna's performance. It was very like Miami's, a little bit like West Side Story vibes to me. Which the video was. Which it was fitting. Yeah. 
Um, a lot of comments about how Rihanna looked. She looked bomb. Yeah, she looked good. Okay. <laughs> She's thick and she looks great. Yeah. And I don't want to hear anything else about it. Yeah, she looked good. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, SZA sounded good. Mm-hmm. Who else was a memorable performance? What about you? I mean, Kendrick Lamar was, was memorable. Kendrick was um, um, I like that they, because you know how, like, it's so many Grammys that just don't get presented, but I like that they um had the comedy. Right. Um, I thought that was interesting, but I feel like that lets you know how big comedy has kind of come back. Not saying it ever went anywhere. Yeah, but, but it's to the it forefront kind of now. It, yeah, it's kind of making Where it's a lot back. more, I feel like, attention drawn to that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I do feel like SZA should have won... A couple of those awards that other people got but i could be biased but i do feel like she had a, a good year and i feel like um, which she, one she was nominated for two correct any yeah I, she didn't get any and so i feel uh, like right. she should have once at least one because i feel like she had a really good year and i think she should have been awarded for it yeah but well bruno me. mars cleaned up as suspected yeah, he did, he did. kendrick got some mm-hmm. did jay-z win any i forgot no. to look back Mm-mm. so i was like oh bummer it's like his version of lemonade because i felt like yeah. beyonce didn't get mm-hmm. i felt like what she deserved either but mm-hmm. that's okay because they're beyonce and jay-z and they brought their snack pack for blue and i also just feel adorable. like they have Grammys, and I'm sure they will win more before they're done. Yeah, and, but you know what I appreciate? Because, you know, they used to be like, you didn't know if they were showing up to show. They've been showing up to a good amount, like, lately. I feel like they would, I feel like most artists would do the Grammys. Now, the other ones are, like, patchy. Mm-hmm. But the Grammys is the one where I feel like people come out to. True, true. Period. I mm-hmm. really do. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, just quickly, just go over wardrobe. I did, like... Cardi B's ensemble, mm-hmm. SZA, Lady Gaga. I liked her. Eve looked cute. Um, Janelle Monet had a cute suit on. So, and you know the guys. I think it's easy for guys. Not mm-hmm. saying they can't be bad, but like a suit is a suit. Yeah. But they did look smooth. <laughs> and that's good. I want one of the guys, just as a test, to wear the same suit two years in a row. And I just want to see if anyone notices. I don't think anyone I would like no because, would. I mean, <laughs> the I suit like thing, no you know, it's like it's so many colors, is, is, but so much you can do right. for variety, yeah. completely honest. Yeah, but I, I really just feel like it's more see. about the fit, if it fit right. That's yeah. what makes it. Okay, moving on. We're going to keep it cute and sweet. So, just another update with the Monique. She just kind of released the email exchanges. Oh, she did. Oh, she did, that. where it really just showcased what they were offering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the and it just kind of did everything. So, it was a one-hour special. Um, has to be approved by Netflix. They own the copyright of the program and controls all the rights. Uh, they retain all the audio-only rights. For, 12, for a year after, she couldn't tape or do anything else with anybody else oh, that's um two years after that she can't perform the material till two years after mm-hmm. she gets an ep credit mm-hmm. but i mean it was whack mm-hmm. basically but i mean and, and i think and i think it was maybe released to really get the degree of what was going on but i, I from my and maybe I don't speak for social media. I always thought it was whack. I never, mm-hmm. I never doubted that. I just said her approach could have been better. <laughs> right, because like nobody boycotting Netflix. I think she could have <laughs> had a better approach, or she could have maybe 
um, joined in with a times with the times up mm-hmm. to be like, yes, I'm with it. Here's mm-hmm. another example of it. I think yeah. it could have been rolled out better. Yeah. But I was a person who never doubted. I mean, she, you know, that was released, so it's even more clear that they were trying to stick her. They was only giving her five hundred thousand dollars, and they, she wasn't getting the rights to any of it. It was mm-hmm. a very very controlling contract. So I get it. One and my cool. thing is, if you're going to be controlling, cool, but make it worth my while. Make right. it worth Where that. you get the money I, or if, stuff. If I don't right. do anything with anyone else for a year, it's cool because I'm making bank. Right, right, right. Thing. So I feel like, I mean, I don't know why it was released. Maybe just further push the cause, but I felt like, at least for me, I never doubted that it wasn't shady. I mm-hmm. just was like, felt like it could have been better a better conversation could have been had the way it was brought out. I just felt like it was better. And unfortunately, because of her past, there's bias towards her, unfortunately, just because of her history of certain um, people in the entertainment community. So I think that's a part of it, too. Some people are always going to give her the side eye. Because, you know, I also wonder if, like, that not do anything with anyone else for a year exists for all of their contracts. That probably could. But, I mean, you got... But once again... Let's say all that was true for Dave Chappelle. Now, mm-hmm. how much did he get paid? Mad money. So, so it was okay. It. Yeah. But to get that, to not be able to tape anything when you only get 500000 that does not keep her lifestyle afloat. Because, right, and the only thing the only thing that would make the 500000 worth it doing it with Netflix is if you can follow it up with a bunch of other things where they're saying, well, you can only follow it up with doing a tour. You can't follow it up with doing anything else. And you can't use the material either. Right. So I'm so. just saying, like... If you're being paid five thousand five million dollars or thirteen million dollars, maybe I can sit down for a year. Right. You know, but five hundred thousand, yeah. no, and yeah. I'm sure with the lifestyle she lives, five hundred thousand isn't gonna take care of everything, all her expenses. Because I think that's what so most people that was were the saying. Thing. Like, oh, if she just took the five hundred thousand and then grind it out, she may get but more not really. For a second. Uh, she would have to come up with a lot more material because she couldn't use the same thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was just a follow up. I feel like at this point, you know, no one's going to boycott Netflix. Yeah. But I think she could kind of join in with the Times Up peeps of mm-hmm. just putting that in the atmosphere of how, you know, certain women in the industry, specifically women of color, aren't being treated equally. I think yeah. it's a conversation that needs to be had. Oh, so yeah. I don't knock it. Yeah. Anyway, um, just a shout out. Aisha Curry's pregnant. So congrats oh, to her. They got a they getting a football team. <laughs> uh well, basketball team, that's more appropriate. <laughs> so that's cute. Mm-hmm. And then one thing I read that Best Buy are gonna stop selling CDs. And then well, there's an article that Target will be soon after. So mm. this is how, so now it's about to be, will CDs be even available? If your stores are, or they're just going to be doing a lot less production of them. Well, you know, what's funny. Um, Cause I think, I think it was, I think it was Jay Z CD 444. I was in the mall and my friend was trying to buy this version of, of the actual hard copy of the CD. And, like, we went to, I think, like, FYE in Arundel. And they didn't have it. Yeah. And so they was like, oh, yeah, no, you know, physical copies were made or whatever they said. And it was just like, well, I mean, yeah. I was like, I can't remember the last time I bought a physical CD, to be the, honest. The last CD I purchased was Beyonce's. Mm-hmm. 
CD, and that was with the DVD, like the videos. Yeah, yeah. But I believe that was the last one I purchased a physical CD. Like, because I bought Lemonade, but digital. I didn't buy a physical copy. I'm sure it was like Drake or Kanye or something, because I have most of their CDs, you know, on hard copy. But that's why I'm like, well, I mean, it is true. Most people don't buy hard copies. So then we like looking through the CDs that they do have. And it's nothing new. Like literally it's nothing It's older new. music. It's all old stuff that's on clearance. Excuse me. That's probably been sitting there collecting dust for weeks. And I'm like, well, I mean, I get it. I get why they wouldn't do it. Because it's like, it's taking up space. <laughs> so, I, I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, today is Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yes. Um, who do you think is going to win? Um, okay, so as y'all know, this season, I, well, Shanae and I have both been boycotting. So I honestly didn't even know who had the potential of being in the Super Bowl up until like, I guess two weeks ago. Because somebody was talking about the Eagles, and I was like, man, that trash team, why y'all talking about them? And then he was like, what are you talking about? They did this, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, shoot, but they going to the Super Bowl. And so that shows you how, you know, well, how good I was doing with my little boycott that I really wasn't even paying attention. However, um, today is Shanae and I, one of our old roommates' birthday. So, and they're having, like, a birthday slash Super Bowl party, so... We are going to, you know, go to her party. So, because I'm probably going to, you know, see a peak or two, I do want the Eagles to win. And it's not because, like, of a bandwagon type thing. It's just because, one, I don't like the Patriots. And, like, last year, of course, like, everybody else, black, basically, was rooting for the Falcons because, you know, they wanted them to win over the Patriots. So, this year is kind of the same thing. Also, it's like the Eagles is kind of the underdog. So I'm kind of hoping that um, the Eagles pull it out over the Patriots because it's just like I always kind of tend to root for the underdog when I don't have any dog in the fight. It's like I'm going to root for the one least likely to win. So what about you, Shanae? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say Shanae, yo. I really can't stand your name. I'ma say the <laughs> Eagles because um Tori Smith Oh yeah, I love is on the I Eagles. That. I love him. So just because I love him and his family. Yeah. I still and, you know, I followed him from back when he was on and the radio. He still does a lot of work in the community in Baltimore. Oh, oh yes, yes. Which I think is dope, especially since he doesn't live here full time anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Patriots have won enough, frankly. <laughs> right, right. So hopefully they win. I mm-hmm. found out the Super Bowl in my staff meeting because, like, like Sydney mentioned, we both boycotted. So like, yeah. I had no idea. I was like, the Eagles aren't they trash? <laughs> See? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. so what else is happening? Anything else in the media? Oh, this is a funny tweet I just saw. Okay. It was on Shade Room where I get some of my media. Mm-hmm. And it was just a tweet saying, if y'all going to have these babies and hide their faces, you should have left them. Oh. What do you say? You should have left them something. What? I don't know. It Wait, blurred what? out. Hold on. The point is, this is the tweet. <laughs> like, what? The point is, have you seen where people like show their babies and have like an emoji over the face mm-hmm. and the face is blurred out? And only show the little toes. Or the t- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was reading the comments. You have people 
various opinions. I just thought, what is your opinion? Because I think, like, if you know what your kid's on, I respect it. But yeah. I, I don't understand the point of showing their full. Because it's one thing to just show the feet. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I mm-hmm. mean, they show the full face. Like, the kid is smiling at the camera mm-hmm. and have, like, an emoji, emoji over this. Oh, so my thing is, like, what is the point? I mean, just. Because they just, want you to see their cute outfit. No. <laughs> I feel like just sharing with who you really want to share with. And mm-hmm. if you don't want to put on your social media totally understandable mm-hmm. you don't have to but I do think that's kind of weird I, I don't know I just feel like I don't see the point we can't say oh she's so cute it's like okay <laughs> there's a baby with an emoji <laughs> I on, mean, on her, his or her face yeah I don't I don't get it I, I, I just don't get it I ain't saying I it's wrong I would like to ask people that do it like what's the fear of having your kid's face shown in the picture or like you say, why go through all that? I was just gonna say why go through that because I mean I feel like if you don't want to share, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, 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 people have their reasons. Just privacy. People mm-hmm. are crazy. I mm-hmm. totally get that. Mm-hmm. So then I guess my my only question is why post anything? Because it's like you're not showing, so you don't have to. Because my thing is if you don't feel comfortable. Then just share with who you feel comfortable with, which mm-hmm. would be maybe your family or close friends. Mm-hmm. Everything isn't for social media. So right. I feel like there's no point in putting the kid on with an emoji face. <laughs> I guess maybe they just want to uh, show that the baby is there. I don't know. Well, we know you were <laughs> pregnant. So we know that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Ideally, we I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But the tweet made me laugh. It made me go, yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> so that was it. one of my. Um, Followers just had a baby in the last week, and that's what they've been doing. But they're the baby's toes are so cute. No, like <laughs> okay, the pictures where it's like the little hand is wrapped around the feet. That's mm-hmm. not the ones I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, baby's here, and you show little feet. Mm-hmm. That is, I'm talking about full blown like three year old, five year old emoji on the face. But even baby, where I've seen, I've seen where like um, clearly the child was like getting professional photos done. Mm-hmm. And so the baby is posed. You can tell the child is posed in this photo. Mm-hmm. And they will show the picture and have something covering the face. So you see. So it's like, what's the point of showing it? Because if you don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. just don't show it. We get it. I don't know. I don't know either. So, I mean, don't don't be coming hot at me. I, I, mean, I'm just, I just don't understand. So if someone who does it can explain to me why, I'm interested to knowing you know, knowledge is power. Let's have a conversation. I don't get it. <laughs> Someone explain it to me. Maybe, I don't know. The only thing I could think of is like, they still want to show how cute their baby is. But we don't, we can't confirm that. <laughs> we don't know that. I don't know. I'm just saying, we don't know that. I don't know that your baby's cute because I haven't seen your well, baby. Well, you can say that the setup of the picture is cute. I'm going to leave it because <laughs> I don't like to talk about people's children. <laughs> But I just feel like we can't confirm that. <laughs> you can confirm that the background is cute in the picture. Like, oh, but that's not why you're showing it. That's, that's not cute. why the person's showing it. I, I don't want to go down this path anymore. I'm done. <laughs> done. Bloop. <laughs> Anything else you have for us? No, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, guys, we had a question. Of- what about TV? We like we skip stuff. We don't skip stuff. Well, you said you was done. I thought With TV media. was a part of media. Since when? We always do TV as a part of media. But I feel like we do media, and then we do TV, and then the question. TV. 
I don't, you know, I'm behind. But I thought. So then you do all of this and then say that you're behind. Not on everything. You didn't let me finish. I didn't get a chance to watch How to Get Away with Murder mm-hmm. or Scandal. I saw Grace. Okay. Did you? Yeah. I'm caught up. I didn't like it. <laughs> Why not? I hate when they do focused episodes. I really do. Mm. I feel like it's delay the storyline to delay mm. the storyline. And then it's because Grey's Anatomy has so many dang blasted characters. <laughs> you kind of have to do stuff like this because mm-hmm. you never get to know anything. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, if they killed her off, mm-hmm. I am truly done. <laughs> and they knew better. Because I'm like, now you're crossing to dangerous. I mean... Territory that is like, whoa! Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Huh? Just had to give us a little scare. Huh? <laughs> Did you watch How to Go with Murder? Was it mm-hmm. good? Do we have more questions? Like, let me know. Do they answer? Do we know anything about Wes yet? His no. involvement. We still no. don't know anything mm-hmm. about Wes. Does she have the baby back? I'm not telling you. Well, don't delay people who watched it. Cause I honestly, I've looked up the episode. Uh. I hate when you do that. Because I hate when you do this. Because <laughs> I'm not spoiling it for you. It's not about, it's about our viewers. They If they're watching TV with us, there's no need to delay the conversation. Because I got delayed. Well, I don't have any commentary on the episode. I, I didn't think it was an episode that shared anything important. Okay, great. I didn't really look it up, but I thought they might have helped her get <laughs> something out. So Moving then on. you lie last week's episode. <laughs> to me to try to get it out of me. But you just made a point to say it wasn't that. It wouldn't answer any questions. That's all I really know. So moving on. The question of the week. This half a half. Question of the week. And This Is Us is coming on tonight after the Super Bowl. They delayed it on purpose because the episode was, was about was about, about the, the dad. Because oh. it was the night of the Super Bowl. So well, they, I thought it was just for the fact of delaying us finding out how he died. No, they delayed it specifically because the fire was the night of the Super Bowl when they went to sleep that night. And today is the Super Bowl, so they wanted to be after here, the Super here, Bowl. Here's the thing. Why we love this is us. <laughs> it's Super Bowl. A lot of people ain't checking. And I stayed up to watch and I'm not st- it. I was about to sleep say. phone not going to be over till 10.30 and that's my bedtime. But that's and what I'm saying. And then for another hour but that's what I'm saying. see a fire. No I one's know. checking for y'all on Super Bowl night. So it's like, we'll all be watching tomorrow. Right. Everyone, And they said it. That's what they said. So I don't really get week. the point they of this. They were like, set your DVR, extend the end just in case the Super Bowl runs late. Like they said that because they know people. But it was no, then you should have just did a Tuesday episode like normal and just left it. They just wanted it for effect. So it's going to be an episode tonight and then another episode on Tuesday. Whatever. So two this week. So they just did it for effect, essentially. Because my, my first thought was like, why they do that? They got a good amount of viewers already. They don't need more after, like, they don't need more people to know about the show. Because well, I don't really think it was impactful because you, cause they know no one's going to really be watching. <laughs> that, I mean, they I don't know. Everyone's going to record it, pretty much. It's the Super Bowl, like. And for those who not watch the Super Bowl at all, you probably just don't even want to stay up there late. Right. To wait for to wait for it to come on. So, So, what else? I'm just gonna record it and watch it Monday. I have Hulu, so it'll pop up. Yeah, I have that too, but I just use DVR for everything. So that was all of our TV. Uh, question of the week: Would you rather? Be poor but help people or become incredibly rich by hurting people. 
most of our people was on the same page. Y'all too good of people. Everybody except one person chose to be poor and help people. And the only person that didn't choose to do that was J. Del Negro. He said, I want to see what life is like on the other side. I'm ready to be a world-dominating supervillain. So he would choose to be rich by hurting people. Everybody else are, you know, decent human beings um, that would choose to be poor by helping people. And we appreciate that. <laughs> I, I agree. What would you do? I said I agree. Uh, I didn't know that's what you meant. What and you I will say... Mika girl said, well, I'm already one of those. That was my thought. Misha. I'm, Misha, I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's the thing. That's what I am. <laughs> All right. I'm not poor, but. I was about to say. There are different definitions of poor. That's true. For poor people. is relative. So, for me, <laughs> at times, I feel that way. Mm-hmm. To others, mm-hmm. they would say no. And I know that, mm-hmm. and that's okay. okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for answering our question. Remember, we post a question of the week every Thursday. If you guys have suggestions or questions that you want us to ask, email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Again, this week's episode is sponsored by the Polaris Law Firm. We want to remind you that you can get 10% off of all trademarking and copywriting services by mentioning today's episode um, the Polaris Law Firm is the only black-owned law firm in Salisbury, North Carolina. And just a little fun fact about them is Polaris is a scientific name for the North Star. So as you know, specifically for you know black people over time, it's been used as a guiding light for social change. And so, you know, long story short, the Polaris Law Firm has your back. They're here for us people of color. And so... They're going to promise that you'll get 10% off of all trademarking, copywriting, legal advice, anything that you need from them. You'll get 10% off by mentioning um, today's episode. And it's very useful for anyone that has a small business or if you're starting one. So hit them up. Their website is thepolarislawfirm.com. So today's topic is about dealing with people who you don't get along with or that bother you. So y'all know we love psychology today. So they had an article about getting along, five ways to get along with people who bother you. And so I wanted to kind of go through those five things and see if those are things that either we do or that we're like, hmm, we could try that or that we have tried and it doesn't work at all. Um, so the first one is to reframe a situation in a positive light. So if they're bothering you or annoying you, you'd be like, hmm, okay, why are they doing this? Is this because they came from a background where this was encouraged? It's like, oh, maybe their family was just very talkative and that's why they talk too much and bother the mess out of me. Like, have you ever done it that way? I don't even know if that was a positive twist on it. I don't think that was. (laughs) That still sounded annoying. But, like, you could try to put a, like, look at it from their perspective and see why they do something a certain way and why that can actually be a good thing for them. Uh, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly not in my past. Now I'll try to think what's really going on because typically it's not really me. I'm a symptom of something else that they're already dealing with. Yeah. But, I mean, that took me experiencing being in therapy for me to even get that. Yeah. So I feel like while some people have that natural ability, I think most people don't think that way. That's something you have to really, like, make yourself do. Mm-hmm. To, like, literally, like, okay, 
why did it act like this? Mm-hmm. What what else could be going on for them to get this? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do do that now, but I didn't used to. I just right. would just write it off like they're annoying. <laughs> right. I think another positive way to look at it, like, if someone is bothering you, like, be like, well, you know, at least I only got to deal with them at work. At least I don't have to deal with them at home, or at least, like, at least it's a kind of... Controlled. Uh, yeah, a controlled environment. So it's not like you have to deal with them all the time. So, like, I know I do that at work. So if it's, like, a certain person that bothers the mess out of me, I'm like, I only got to deal with them on this one account. But on these other accounts, I got cool people that, you know, I have fun with. And so that's kind of how I have to turn it around. I mean, if we're going for work, I think it depends on what you do. Because, like, for me, that's not really... I can't do that. Yeah. Because there's certain situations where it's not just a clock in, clock out. Like, for example, I'll be going to Chicago this week Mm -hmm. for work. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm with the same amount of people for... 10 to 12 hours a day and so if i have an issue with someone there is no control setting yeah it's five days in a row of (laughs) you traveling with someone you Mm -hmm. have to have dinner you know what i mean so i mean that is nice if you can finagle that but i know for me um with me being an event planner especially if i'm having beef with someone that's like literally on my team Mm -hmm. we would have to figure it out Mm because i mean you can't ignore each other unfortunately yeah yeah. So, that's true. but that's my experience. That's true. Um. So number two was, if possible, obtain validation. That word that we've been talking about. Um. Validation that the bothersomeness comes from the other person rather than you. I don't know if I like this one because, well, I guess sometimes it's useful, but to me, it's saying basically blame them. <laughs> Where it's like. The issue may not always be them. And so I feel like using that as a go-to all the time might not be helpful. Because sometimes the issue could, in fact, be you. Well, I mean, I think that comes with having some discernment about and being accountable about your part in things. So before when I said sometimes things could be a symptom of something, Mm -hmm. you're triggering someone. Mm -hmm. I think that's what that is. Um, Is it always like that? No, No. because sometimes you could have done something to spark. You know, yeah, you can have both. You guys can have feelings on both sides of right. things that you both have done, right? But sometimes you really didn't do anything, yeah. So yeah. I think you have to know, you have to be accountable and know the difference between like what could I have done mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. and what would have happened regardless. Because mm-hmm. like for some people, <coughs> bless you, bless Excuse you. Me. Oh, that hurt my uterus, Lord. Um, <laughs> It's kind of like, I could have been nice, I could have been mean, you was going to have a stank attitude anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those are the type of people where you can go, well, you're in the mood. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say, so how do you communicate that to them? But you just say, how do you... Oh, I don't engage. Mm-hmm. Now, situations like this where it's like, you're in the mood, I'm just not going to engage. Mm-hmm. So, um, and sometimes I'll say it. I'll say, you seem like you're in the mood. Mm-hmm. Good day. I will say that to someone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sometimes that will crack the ice. They be like, "Oh, you know what? I totally am. I'm sorry." Sometimes right. because for me it will. Like I've had people like, "Oh, you you have an attitude. What's going on?" Or like, "You seem to be in the mood." And I'm like, "Oh, you're totally right. <laughs> sorry." Mm-hmm. So sometimes calling people out helps. The sometimes I think it depends on the person's level of being accountable. I know for me, calling me out. I can either agree or disagree. Either way, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get an attitude. But if, yeah. if I really feel like, dang, you're right, I'll say that. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I totally have an attitude. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. Mm-hmm. 
Have you ever had like someone try to shift the blame on you where it's like, no? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I'll say, no. No, nope, it's not. I don't have an attitude. No. You try but, And I think, I think it's important <clears throat> to just be aware of your body language because I feel like, or your tone, because they'll try to take something. Look, you're raising your tone. It's like, no, no, I'm not. So mm-hmm. I think in situations where you truly feel like you're not wrong, mm-hmm. um, this is also going to be manipulative. And to make them look crazy, yeah. you got to be calm. Because... Mm-hmm. Whisper at them. That works. <laughs> and I've done that method. But I think sometimes, especially for me, people know me, when I am not really expressive mm-hmm. that scares people even more than what I am. Mm-hmm. Now that is just me. I'm and so I say it could be manipulative because you can use that. I'm about to say that's 100% true about Shanae. When it's something that Shanae should be going off about it and I'm, not. Not, I'm like, you good? Like, and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-mm, wait up, time out. <laughs> Are you sure you okay? <laughs> but it's because when I'm really heated mm-hmm. um it's like my body is performing on shutdown mode. I'm having a whole furlough in my body. Like, there's like, all right, shut it down. Because <laughs> because I'm on like, woo And I have to think. And so sometimes when I'm really pissy, mm-hmm. I'm not as like, what? Like, as I usually am. And I find that that scares people more. And mm-hmm. sometimes, that's why I said this could be a little manipulative. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying... <laughs> Sometimes, mm-hmm. when you scare people a little bit by not giving them a reaction, you can get your way. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that you need to do that all the time. Because uh-huh. I don't. Uh-huh. But that works. Well, I think something else I've also noticed about you, and I think this is a new way that you handle things. Like, you be making mad jokes about stuff and I'm like this is hilarious but I'm like usually you would be mad and I think that's a new way that you've been dealing with things and I like it <laughs> I don't really what do you mean can I get an ex- oh that okay dang one. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious like I was literally like laughing out loud <laughs> well you know what I, but I really like I was I, I'm not gonna go into what I was right, you're not about. Gonna go it ain't none of your business <laughs> I gotta be completely frank it's none of your business <laughs> I was annoyed by something mm-hmm. but I wasn't I really wasn't mad and I think that's why it was easier it was easier to... maybe like just to I don't know, just to mark it off. Yeah. Um, I think if I was truly upset, I would have had a different reaction. But I really, I really, I was like, huh, okay, this is new. Right. But it wasn't, I wasn't upset. Right. Because I think when I'm upset, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you even notice like when I'm getting upset, I say I'll need a minute. Like yeah. that's a new thing as oh, well. Yeah, like yeah. before I react, mm-hmm. I will tell someone I need a moment. Yeah, you be like, look, I'm going to say some things that don't sound right, so... I Let's am. Put this on pause. I and am. Talk about it later. I really do. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to like say something that you can't take mm-hmm. back. So I'm totally a person where I'm like, you know what? Unless in like you like if it's something that needs attention right now, just do it. If not, we'll just pause it and talk about it later. I just, <laughs> typically, I just need a minute to think, and right. then I could get out what I need to say. Right. But being unbothered is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, the third one is try to help the person become less bothersome. Now, I have tried that once and I don't think the person got it. Because, so, like, the person was being annoying because I don't know what. And I was trying to be like, 
well, you know, maybe you should do like this and people will react better. And they wasn't getting it. And so I think maybe I didn't do a good job. Maybe you weren't direct them. enough. Maybe I wasn't. And maybe I wasn't direct enough. And so maybe that's part of this one when you're trying to help people become less annoying is to be more direct. Like, this ain't working. Your approach here is not working. You should do this. But, you know, I'm not a very direct person. So it didn't really work out for me. So I, I've done it at, at work with mm-hmm. a colleague. And now we do get along better. Mm, okay. Um. So... I think it can be done right, but I was direct. I was polite, of course. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I feel like you and I keep butting heads. I just want to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of talk. And then when you learn more about someone's past, mm-hmm. you start to understand why they behave a certain way. So mm-hmm. back to the other, that other one where it's like, it's not really about you. Yeah. That really comes out when you start to talk to people. Yeah. And I, then it helps you not to be as annoyed. It doesn't excuse the behavior because mm-hmm. I'm a big person of if someone's being, you know, doing things that are causing harm to others, even if it's a symptom of something else, that does not excuse it. You still mm-hmm. need to to address it. You still mm-hmm. need to adjust it. Mm-hmm. But it does help you to to not be as annoyed, I feel like. And mm-hmm. after that conversation, now we're okay. Like, do she still try me? Absolutely. <laughs> but we're at a place now where I could be very direct with her when she is trying me and she mm-hmm. doesn't take offense. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, okay, I'm, you know... Okay, that was my intent, and mm-hmm. I think things get squashed easier, and we're able to be cool with each other. Yeah, and that's like one of at my closest coworker when she first started, because she's very much high energy, and I think our section we all got along before, but we were not as high energy as she was. So I think when she first started, it was just like, huh, like this is different. Like she's very energetic or like talkative and like it just wasn't something that I was used to but I think honestly I feel like she brought up the morale of our section and like now we all talk to each other way more and it's like well at first it was like why is she talking so much but now (laughs) but no it was but now it's like we talk all the time and we instant message each other and it's like well maybe I needed that a little bit even though at first it was like a little off-putting it's like, well, I guess going through that uncomfortable phase did kind of help us overall. And, like, it kind of helped the work environment be a little more friendly and comfortable and welcoming. But I remember, I think when she first started, she realized that we weren't that high energy. And she used to apologize all the time. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Or, like, with meetings in our office, no one actually walks to a conference room until like if the meeting starts at 1 30 and the alarm on your computer goes off at 1 30 that's when you get up from your desk and walk to the conference room so meetings don't actually be starting until like 1 32 whereas other places i'm sure you're actually in the conference room at 1 30 so the meeting can start on time yes yeah, how you are at my job and so i think that's how her old job was and so she would be like no one's ever on time in meetings i was like well, that's because no one actually leaves their desk until their alarm goes off for the meeting. And she was like, oh, was that shade? I was like, oh, no. I was just trying to communicate. Like, so that, that sounded shady. <laughs> it, it, I would have like, thought that was shady. She, and she literally said, is that shade? But I was more so I trying. literally would have been like, ooh, okay. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said Rude that. much. <laughs> and she said that. But that was not my intent. My intent Rude was. Rude much. <laughs> 
my intent was to help her so that she's not annoyed with people being late to meetings because that's just our company culture. Because you have a reminder that goes off on your computer at 1.30 and you get up at 1.30 and walk to the conference room. Rude. <laughs> Much. <laughs> because, like, our office isn't that big. So, honestly, I can walk around the whole office in 30 seconds. So, that's why most people just like, oh, 1.30, let me walk to this meeting. No one actually, the only time I think I get up and go to the conference room before my alarm actually goes off is if it's a client call or something like that. Then I'm like, all right, I'll get up 30 seconds before the alarm goes off. But otherwise, I'm not getting up until the alarm on my computer reminds me to. So, but that was just the way we had to communicate through the, I guess, bothersomeness. Mm-hmm. And now, like, it's good as green. She's my favorite coworker and helps me get through my days with memes. together. <laughs> so now I'm um, number four is don't let your feelings about the person gnaw away at you. I feel like that's something that was kind of a part of all of the previous ones. It's like no matter what your approach is with them, whether or not you're telling them you're annoying or whether you're telling them how to be less annoying or whatever, regardless, you still kind of have to not let it bother you. You have to figure out how to deal with it because even if you tell them, a way that could maybe help you guys work together better, that don't necessarily mean that they're going to change. Well, I'll say this one for me is, like, easier said than done. I'm a person where, like, I internalize things, so mm-hmm. even as cool as I can be, I'm still irritated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't really have no advice on that. I <laughs> deal with that now, trying, mm-hmm. to let, trying not to let things bother me or mm-hmm. linger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to say practice makes practice. perfect. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then the last one says, if the situation is truly actionable, then find out how best to act on it. Which I guess is kind of what you said before when you and your coworker kind of weren't getting along. You like sat down and was like, all right, how can we work on this? How can we fix this and make it better for the future? That's pretty much. I've really learned uh, probably over the past year how easy it is it can be to diffuse things. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. when you go into diffuse and, like, it just doesn't happen, when you go in with the right mindset, mm-hmm. sometimes it really is the person. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. can only, you know, apologize or be accountable or whatever for your part, and you have to leave it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot can be diffused when you can just try to talk about it or try to think beyond yourself in this situation. Mm-hmm. I know it just has helped me with... Uh, friendships, family, work yeah. stuff. Just, yeah. just the conscious thinking of like, okay, what is this? Yeah. Beyond what this isolated incident is. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, because I always say this. For some reason, I tend to get along with most people. Like, most people don't annoy me or bother me. That's but weird. <laughs> but like, I can on. probably count on one hand the number of people that it's like, oh no, but. I think it's because I kind of just adapt and it's like, okay, they're annoying in this way, but I figure out how to deal with it or I figure out how to avoid it or I figure out how to turn it into a positive and we keep rocking and move with it and we get along. So I feel like I'm constantly kind of making those adjustments in my head. I don't know if other people are because I guess I know I'm annoying sometimes too. But <laughs> but I know that that's something that I'm just consistently doing well, first, naturally in my Honestly, head. we're all annoying. That's true. Everyone's annoying to somebody. Everyone's annoying. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, 
Y'all annoying. That doesn't mean <laughs> I don't like you. I feel like there's a difference between annoying and dislike. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. everyone gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. That don't mean I dislike you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you ask me how many people annoy me, I don't have enough fingers and toes, baby. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I annoy myself. <laughs> I'm saying. How do you annoy yourself? You could be frustrated at yourself, like, oh, why do I do this? Oh, like stuff true. like that. Yeah. Like just small things. They don't have to be these big. An annoyance isn't to me typically isn't a big thing. It's mm-hmm. like when Sydney has to fidget with stuff. It drives me up a wall. <laughs> that's not something that's gonna make or break my day. But gosh darn it, I find it annoying. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like over my mom, like. <sighs> ruins theme songs for me. She always has to sing them in some opera tone, oh, and it drives me I've up a wall. I've never heard her do it, but I feel like I would love it. And it's <laughs> annoying, but does that do anything? You know what I mean? So I feel like it depends. Now, if you ask me how many people I dislike, it's actually not a lot because mm-hmm. I feel like you gotta really do something for me to dislike you. Mm-hmm. For me to for you for me to find you annoying, I can give you the benefit of the doubt even when I find you annoying. Yeah, yeah. So that's just me. You know, yeah. y'all are annoying. <laughs> I'm sure, cause I think I we're all annoying. Mm-hmm. We love you, but I'm sure y'all are annoying too. I might annoy you on a couple of episodes. You you can you can keep those comments to yourself. <laughs> I was about to say, let us know, but I mean, if you must, that's the time to email. We've talked about this so many times. When you love it, post it out. <laughs> When you don't, send us a DM or email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. We can discuss it and adjust privately. Okay? Yeah. Because we want all feedback, but the negative, let's just do an isolated one-on-one. Let's, <laughs> let's fix that privately. So I guess that's another way to deal with annoyances. Pull them to the side. Fix it privately. Don't, fix it privately. don't put it. Don't put people on blast. That's not. That doesn't always warrant good results. That's true. If don't. They clap back. I know for me, I'm a big person of like, cause like on Housewives of Atlanta, I hate. And you know, this is a part of the show where like, mm-hmm. they can never pull nobody aside. It always got to be at the dinner. It's yeah. like y'all. They and set it's up them dinners just for just that. Just for that. So I know it's for the show, but like. Stuff like that, I do not react well to. Mm-hmm. That is not a place to come talk to me about something that happened between you and I yeah. in front of seven different people. That that you are not going to get a good reaction from me. I'm going to be so off it. Yeah, like it's a dang old interview. I'm be like, okay, whatever. Right. If there's something to pulling someone aside, pull us aside, folks. <laughs> if you have an issue, pull us aside. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so, guys, let us know some of the ways that you deal with annoying people. Let us know if you have any different tactics or if what we talked about today are pretty much the ways that you deal with it, too. Um, I think this week we have a sale coming up um, on Spreadshirt. Yes, it is this week. It's um, February 6th to February 11th if you use code ship 18 you get free shipping that's s-h-i-p-1-8 you get free shipping from february 6th to february 11th so just if you want to get a new shirt a hoodie or cup or mug or whatever get it throughout those days and you can get free shipping um and so thank you guys for listening uh if you have any questions or concerns going on in your life feel free to email us because we love to give you guys advice 
um, at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at goodgirlsbehavingbadly. And Shanae. I have one more thing. Oh, okay, go ahead. Because it's Black History Month. Yes. Oh, yes. So, every episode this month, mm-hmm. I just want to shout out a few inventors because... Mm-hmm. America could not be what it is without black people. Say it again. I say America. America. Could not be what it is mm. without black people in our minds. Mm-hmm. So, here's one. <clears throat> An ironing board was created by, invented by Sarah Boone. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a few. Mm-hmm. A lawnmower. John Albert Burr. Mm-hmm. These are things that we use. Yeah. Well, I don't, but... I mean, well... I don't iron nothing, y'all. Okay. <laughs> a player piano. Joseph Dickinson. A player piano? You have, you've seen those, right? Mm-hmm. So just things that... A golf tee. George F. Grant. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just... Every episode this month, I just want to shout out a few mm-hmm. inventors because I think, you know... It's some of these inventions we don't get always the proper credit for, and I think sometimes you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I like things I y'all think, think white people invented was really invented by their maid or their slave, and right? They or the credit for it, but you or know, they or they invented a part of it, mm-hmm. but not the key function to mm-hmm. make it work. Because there's a few inventions like that where it's mm-hmm. like, yes, the white man came up with it, but like the black dude came up with the gear to make it work. Mm-hmm. He was putting in them hours. So sometimes we don't get that acknowledgement for mm-hmm. our contributions. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so this month, that is something that I'll be doing, listing out those. And I know there's a funny video, it came out a while ago on BuzzFeed, like how would world be really without black people? Where they really did that. They took away the inventions and stuff. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. <laughs> so that's that. Thanks, guys, for listening. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.